0: all right everybody welcome back to the jay walker show today i am sitting here with the prince of gospel music from hits lily in the valley standing in need of prayer i do my jesus is real man i just can't explain it everybody stop what you're doing get on your feet right now show your love for the dr bishop honorable reverend john p
1: key what's
0: up how you feeling today i'm excellent man i'm just grateful to be here yeah Thanks for coming on. Yeah, buddy. I uh, was the talk. I want to ask you. So you just got a. You just released a new album, the Rance Ellen Project. How, how did that come
1: about? Uh, Rance was a father of mine. I don't know if anybody knew, but anybody really knows me. Know how much respect I had for him as a father, as a bishop, as a pastor, as a genuine friend, a genuine man of God. And uh, when he passed um, on a Friday night, that Saturday wow. morning, I started working. Wow. And- The tribute record to him, 28 hot tracks. Everybody from Gene Moore to Fred Hammond, Dietrich Haddon, everybody's on it, uh, and Jason Nelson um, and Zacardi. The list is long, you know. And um, uh, I just love him with my heart. And I wanted this music to be remembered by this generation. It changed my life. It was funky. It was real. It crossed over. Everybody gave Kurt Franklin credit for being the first to cross. Oh, and that's not true. Rance was rocking R&B radio when I was a kid. And um, so um, uh, 28 hot tracks. I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, um, uh, After the production, um, we started trying to determine how we're going to release it. So we're releasing it in uh, uh, increments of seven, five, six, seven songs. But people are going to really enjoy this project, and I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah, uh, that's another question I want to ask you because I, I went back and I I love listening to your albums. So when I listen to your albums, I noticed that you have like lots of songs re- rather than other artists. So what? So why why do you put you know a so lot, lot of songs out instead of the, the normal ten or twelve songs? Oh,
1: it was well. It also uh, gives you reason that I have over forty three hundred songs unreleased. Wow. And because when I would work on a project, I wouldn't work on 10. I'd work on 25 or I'd work on 30. And then we would have to select and I would end up with 12 out of 16. And everybody saying, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. But um, I was doing it and um, I created a huge catalog, a huge. And then John P. Key is more than just the gospel artist. Excuse me. Um, um, I've done um, uh, movie scores. I've done a lot of TV music. So I've just been working for years. I love to work. And I've always been the one that created a catalog to make sure that was just not one hit on a record. I would produce every song mm-hmm.
0: like it was ready for radio. And uh so that's how it came about. So so you've I know you who so who all have you wrote for? I know you uh I know you've done a lot wow. of writing.
1: Wow. Um at fourteen years old I was Ph- Phyllis Hymans. Wow. Uh, music director. I worked with Donald Byrd and the Blackbirds. Um just so many, so I've been out there. I was actually the musician and um, MD for Miss Black Universe pageants all over the country. Okay. So that's how I got to really get my feet wet and meet so many other artists. Um, uh, we just lost Harry Belafonte. I met him at 15, 16 years old. So um, I've just written for everybody from Vanessa to James Cleveland, Daryl Coley, Hawkins, uh, Edwin, um, man, my list is vast. It's real long. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. Just... <laughs> Backstreet back Boys. Nah. <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, what inspired you to be a pastor? I know that first you you didn't start out as a pastor. You uh, ultimately started out as just artist. And yeah, I was reading. You went to Detroit, and you was inspired to be a pastor.
1: Yeah, I, um, it's funny you bring that up. Not too many people bring that up. I was Southfield, Michigan. And um, um, I just wanted to make sure that um, um, my call was in line. And I think I got to a place where I was disturbed. And more than being disturbed, it was the call on my life. You know, it was tugging at me, you know. And um, so I'm in Southfield, Michigan with Mike Brooks, with Young Artists for Christ. And I'm crying out to God, man. And it was an experience in the Red Roof Inn that I'll never forget. So um and the inspiration to become I, I don't know if, if, if I can answer that because I don't I don't think I was inspired to become I think I I I, I yielded to the call wow you hear me? and um uh many people know the story of salvation with John uh one of my buddies was gunned down about four blocks from my church and uh I promised God if he got me home safe it's been almost 40 years now, and and um, I still feel like um, God had a hand on me, even when I was in sin. When we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. I think he had purpose for my life when I was selling that dope for three and a half years
0: in the green store across from the church. So. Wow. Yeah. So now you're back on tour with the Broken Tour. Yeah. So, how what is it like touring now? Is it different than when it was touring, you know, maybe twenty years ago? Is it different? um, you know what? It's, it's 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 good. Um, and people always ask me that as
1: if it's stressful or, and not at all, man. I, I I enjoy doing it. Broken is a message, after COVID and after um, after the pandemic, to find the people that are hurting and love on them. And that's what I'm doing. That's 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 it. That's uh, so it's not just a concert where you're experiencing John P. Keys, old music. You're you actually uh, healing is taking place on this Broken Tour, man, and uh, I love it. Every city. I'm St. Louis and Cincinnati this
0: weekend. Um, I can't wait to just give that message of hope <laughs> to the people, man. So I want to ask you this: When is the Broken Tour coming to Birmingham? <laughs> wow, I came
1: through Birmingham twice last week. Uh, we need to come. I'm going to call shout-out to my buddy, Pastor Sutton. I'm going to get back to Birmingham soon. Uh, Birmingham has showed me love like never before. Ricky yeah. Smiley is my family. And we used to go and shout-out to Grandma. His grandmother was so dear to me. We would go and do concerts in Birmingham from the church house to outside. And Birmingham never fell
0: short of showing <laughs> Uncle John some real love. So,
1: <laughs> be ham!
0: I'm on the way back. <laughs> We're in the age of documentaries and biopics. Is there a John P.T. biopic or documentary in the world? It needs to happen. You
1: know, a couple more people got to die before I tell my whole story. You know, I don't (laughs) want to. My story is intense. And uh, I've got to tell it one day. And I'm, I'm excited about it. It needs to be. Can't be played with. It probably yeah. probably won't be on the gospel channel because I got to <laughs> tell the truth about some things. Yeah. John P. Key just wasn't an artist starting out. You know, he was the owner of the strip club in D.C. I mean, you just, I want to tell the whole thing. And in order to tell the whole story, I, I'm sure grandma might not let the babies watch. But if <laughs> the story's going to come out, we're not going to water it down like I've seen some others or make up stories to make it interesting. I'm going to tell the true John P. Key story.
0: Wow, so what what do you think a good network like Netflix? No Lifetime, no BBC. Well, let me
1: tell you something good. It's funny, Lifetime can't handle my story. I'm producing a movie right now, Five Scenes from Finishing, my dad's movie uh, about a young man who gets a record deal in 1947. And uh, headed to New York and the Klan shot the tires out of their bus. We shot all those scenes along with my dad's movie. You've got Mahalia Jackson, James Cleveland, the caravans and the Dixie Hummingbirds doing a tour. And people say, well, what do they have to do with each other? At the end of the movie, when I was a kid back in Durham, Pastor the short would have these gigantic concerts. So the end of the movie, they got this gigantic concert in Durham. They bring my daddy and put the group back together. Uh, My son, John John, is playing my father. Uh, from age 14 to 37. And Bishop Rance Allen, who we're talking about today, plays my father in the
0: movie, and he finished all of his scenes and did an amazing job. Wow. I can't wait to see that. (laughs) That's going to be good. It's going to be good. Wow. So let me ask you this. So when you look, do you think that gospel music has changed from when when you first started until now? Do you think that? Absolutely. There's no more gospel music. I mean, I don't even know how
1: we can categorize it. You have to go back and snatch those old tunes. And I'm not a hater of the newbies. I think that they are here on purpose and they're doing what they've been commanded to do. My concern is that we that do hold true to the 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 art of gospel. Never forget this VIP. I'm bringing Ricky Dillard. I'm bringing choirs back into Charlotte uh, for VIP July 26 through the 30th here in Charlotte. We're gonna. Um, I'm, I'm bringing that old music back, man. It used wow. to work, choir music works, man. I just saw a guy on um, on um, on Instagram do Jesus is real for Easter a choir oh. out West and i went crazy man cuz it was so good
0: they held it down so i'm excited about that so what's your favorite song to perform live in concert wow i'm got so many. Man. this is <laughs> funny.
1: yeah i got a lot i just found a song um the day that i had forgotten about um standing in the need of press just works every time and now when we do it live i do standing in the need then i go into i belong to
0: you by rance and it's it's working real good. Works real yeah. good. Man, I just love your song Lily in the Valley. I, I just on, I'm just bro. I just come on, bro. And let me
1: say something about that. Being 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 classically trained or, or touching the jazz idiom, whatever you want to call me, or whatever I've been classified as, I always go back or went back. That was my production secret. That's why I think I'm still working while a lot of artists are waiting for their phone to ring. Um years ago I would do my music that i enjoyed if you would and then i go back and do something old for my grandma made sure my grandma had at least two hits on every record you know wow. something traditional and it it worked man i sing lily in the valley now i don't care where i am if i sing mansion I'm now. people still rock it like it came out yesterday yeah but yeah man i i enjoy good church music and uh I gained something or I gleaned something from the late Reverend James Cleveland, Um, his ability to keep the house in the palm of his hand. You know, we still do concerts and people stand from, I have to make them sit down. So that's a good thing. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't attribute that to the music as much as I do the spirit of the moment. So people, I just said this before I went on interview with you, that um, uh, a John P. Key experience is just that, you know? Yeah. We bring worship to the house. We don't beg you to get up because we come to have a good time ourselves. So you join in with me and we have a ball. Oh, you should bring a new life with you, when you on, while you're on tour? Yeah, yeah. well, I'm getting ready to do a five city tour. We're doing um five major city video tour where we're doing um, all this. I'm bringing everybody back from Isaac to Lowell i'm gonna bring everybody if everybody don't make it to the same city they will be in a city so i'm yeah. excited about that and uh, we're gonna keep the same time stamp same tempos so you'll start out watching me in atlanta and all of a sudden you blink your eye in the transition and i'm in dallas so it's gonna be good
0: so i want to ask you this as an artist how how have you been able because i see now a lot of uh patches uh pat their pastors and they're artists so but you have seemed to maintain both so how, do, how have you been able to maintain being an artist, then being a pastor? Um, my infrastructure is good. My
1: family is good. So I don't have to wake up every morning and do like most people, create a new identity. I don't have to wake up and create a new profile. I know who John Peaky is. And when you know who you are, you're not tripping, man. Life is just life. So I wake up. And and then this is the way I do. I learned my new word, uh, compartmentalize. I know how to take a month and just do my artwork. I'm just doing my art. I'm just drawing or I'm just painting. I know how to take my season where I'm just fishing and I'm just fishing. I know how to take my season when I'm just working on music. So I'm really good at the balance. So you say, you said everything but pastoring. Now, let me tell you where pastoring fits in. It covers all of that. I love the word of God. I'm constantly studying. I'm constantly preaching in my head. I'm, so I'm never unprepared. I'm doing a series now at my church I identify as. And it's been real good. It's supposed to be one Sunday. It has dribbled into the three Sundays. I'll, I'll be teaching it, finishing it again this week. So so I, I'm I'm balanced as a person. You know, and I'm 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 a happy person, period. So I'm not a frustrated guy. I just and I, and 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 I live life like it's the last day. I'm
0: gonna honor God today, cause tomorrow's okay. not. Oh, as a pastor, how did the pandemic or the COVID pandemic affect church?
1: Well, it didn't catch me by surprise, cause we were already feeding the hungry. We were already ministering to the neighborhood. So a lot of churches that had no outreach died. Wow. Because it wasn't about the in-person church anymore. You had to have a purpose, if you would. So we handled it. We went outside, brought the speakers outside, and and, and, and churched on Sundays. You know, uh, we called it Pull Up and Praise. And we didn't miss a beat. Um, I'm back in now, and church is packed. And we've done no promo. I mean, I, we don't wow. do promo anyway. But there's never been a, come, this is John P. Keys Church. Blah, blah, blah. We don't do that. So, being that we were outreach ministry, we were able to go out and get them. So now the church is thriving again. 64 active programs because we didn't wow. let it die. We didn't let it die. And uh, I'm excited. I'm the only church with an ex-drug dealers association wow. in the church, teaching these little young boys how to be entre- entrepreneurs for real. And um, we just we we never stopped doing church, you know, so we ministered to the
0: people of God and made it happen. And, uh, hey, we survived, man. Yeah. Wow. So I wanted to ask you this. So I saw what you said that you had cleared your 15 million dollars debt. I, well, I want to say congratulations. And I also want to say, was that a challenge? Because now when you look at a lot, like we don't know, but a lot of churches that we think are thriving or like this. You know they're in debt. So was it a challenge to try to pay off that debt? Were you worried, or how was that? Let me
1: tell you something, brother. Not only was it not a challenge, it was wow. discipline. Yeah. I went to my sister maybe six years ago, and I said, "Can you operate uh, many pastors would sell what I'm giving to tell you right now?" I said, "Can you operate this church on three Sundays a month?" She paused and said, "Yeah." yeah. I said, "Do it because that fourth Sunday." It's gonna be debt-free Sunday. Wow. Every nickel, every dime that's raised on that Sunday will go towards our debt. And when I did that, brother, let me say this to you: when I tell you we paid off everything, matter of fact, we came out of debt and didn't know it. We were in the middle of the pandemic. Wow! Pull up in praise and praise in one Sunday. Sheila called me in her office and said, "Pastor, I need to tell you something. We don't have any more bills. Nothing. Everything's paid for." So, um. We had um, uh, millions of dollars, man. Um, we worked with our bank over the years, special projects, everything. And every dime, every nickel was paid. out. So we're a debt-free church, and I preach debt-free. I can't spend that. And uh, it's, it's working. And here's what's really good about it. <clears throat> Not only did the spirit of no debt fall upon the, the household of faith um, over the covenant church, but it fell on the spirit of the people. So people start working on their personal issues. And that's the way I pastor, man, if it's good enough for the pastor, it's good enough for you. And I, I don't take a salary. I'm never taking a salary from the church. And, and, and that's not out of order. If you guys are taking care of your pastors, keep doing it. But I've just been so blessed from day one that God has just rained on me because I didn't have the heart to, 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 I don't want to say trick the people because I don't want to accuse other pastors of that, but I've been able to be honorable and honest concerning yeah. finances, and that 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 didn't that didn't hurt us at
0: all. Yeah, you did the Rex Allen project, so should we be expecting any of your music? Just you, just put like for you, just oh yeah, that was the deal. Walking in the
1: door, shout out to Ty Scott Warner, uh, everybody that's involved, uh, Key Music Group. Yeah, John Peakey's coming. He's coming hard. I'm excited about it, too. Yeah, we've wow. got some great music, and uh, we start working on that um, middle of this month. Finish wow. it. Yeah, so I'm 80% done. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm coming back again. And he still, John Peakey still sing like he was, he could back in 79. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's preserved the vocal really good, and I'm grateful for it. Can you do me a favor? Can you just re-record <laughs> Lily in the Valley and put it on the album?
1: <laughs> I might be your age and say that it's good, man. I mean, we we were able to bless a
0: generation that remembers. Yeah. You know. yeah. Wow. And um standing in need of prayer. Jesus is real. Wow. So how did you write these songs? So what, did you just wake up one night? and it was like, well, music, it's been a part of me, period. I, I,
1: I get angry when I hear writers talk about writer's block and the not encouraged. Man, I'm encouraged by everything. The slamming of a door, uh, the, the, the bail in the house, whatever. And what makes me really rejoice is these songs had to be anointed yeah. because I really can't remember times. I remember um, standing in need of prayer. I wrote at Charlotte Reed's mother's house in Oak Cliff, Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I remember I was writing it for an artist out of Houston by the name of Gay Arbuckle. And um, so I remember that one. Um, But just um, my favorite John Peaky song is uh, Thursday Love. Go check it out. It's a song. um, Google that everybody Thursday Love. It was a season when I was about to give up and give up. I mean, give up. And uh, God gave me those words, those lyrics, out on the balcony of the Fat House studio. So certain songs I remember. My favorite mix song is a VIP song called When Morning Comes. So I, I got a couple of out there. But I, I thank God I embraced the whole catalog. And uh, there was a time I didn't. I wanted the new music. We would practice the new music and go out on the road. And I was literally offended that people were screaming, never shall forget, Jesus is real. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the anointing. They were screaming the old stuff and I was like, no. But I've embraced it in my old age now. And I love doing the songs and love singing to people, fellowship and worship with me.
0: Wow. So where's your favorite place to perform?
1: Wow, this is gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> Atlanta every three weeks. I don't ah. understand it. I'm booked for Atlanta, and then Atlanta's really funny because I'll come to Atlanta and we got a packed house or a packed park, and it's the, that sect of people. And then I'll come back three weeks later, and it's a whole new crew. So maybe I'll get to Atlanta, invite everybody, and everybody will come.
0: Wow. So let me ask you this because I, I know, I know, I've seen you know. Online, I read reviews. So, do you you think that it is a difference between performing in mm-hmm. a church and an actual venue or an arena?
1: Don't matter to me. They're the same.
0: They're the same. To some artists, it's it's different,
1: but um, it, I'm so not into John P. Key. So it don't matter if I got a church or or an outside arena or or concert hall. It doesn't matter. I come for the same purpose every time I walk in the building we're going to bless the Lord in here. So, um, it doesn't matter to me.
0: Yeah. Wow. So when you go on the road, what is one thing that you must have? Like, it's just something that you need to have. Like I gotta have this. I can't go on the road without this.
1: My CPAP machine. I love it. That's my girlfriend. I call her Pap Pap. And look, I don't even need it anymore. I snoring is this gun. Well, I was about a hundred and 63 pounds heavier when I first got on that. So, um, yeah so i gotta have my baby she gotta go
0: with me wow and i know you you got your black jacket on so is there a dip so like do you just feel different when you don't perform without your black jacket man i went somewhere and they didn't <laughs>
1: have my two weeks ago they left those somewhere and i didn't have my black jacket i was upset that's where i am Stella awards grammys wherever i perform from now and i'm gonna have my black on yeah shout out to don jackson my friend offered me the opportunity to open the Stellas this year, and already
0: I'm in Birmingham. Yeah, okay, so let me ask you this. So, do you enjoy still performing at the Music Award shows? No. Oh, wow.
1: Not at all. <laughs> That's facts. And please don't edit this out. I'm Most gonna... artists wouldn't dare say that. Not at all. It's just not what it used to be, man. It's just the. More than camaraderie now it's 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 uh, competition, and uh, I get the respect. I'm not disrespected in any arena, even from the young ones, the newbies, the oldbies, everybody. But um, wow, I, if I do it, my mindset is that I'm gonna touch somebody on on TV that's not gonna be able to come to the arena or to the concert. So that's the concept that would make me possibly go in. I've ducked too many opportunities. I'm done when it comes to that. So it has to be worth my time. Matter of fact, we're negotiating something yesterday down in Jacksonville, a TV show for, for BET. And they said, well, we already have our band. We just want you to show up. I won't be there. No, I'm like Prince. And my name is Prince.
0: When um, I
1: um, come, I got to bring my crew. So um,
0: yeah. So how did you get the name? How did you get the crown as the Prince of Gospel?
1: They found out my real name. I hid my name for years. I was just John Peaky, and I think <laughs> Brian, or his father, Doctor Scott Leonard Scott, um, interviewed my mom or something, and they let that cat out of the bag. So once they found out my name was legally John Prince Key, they tagged that Prince on man, and I've been <laughs> I've been stained ever since. <laughs>
0: Well, Mr. Key, I want to thank you so much I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for sharing your time with me today, man. I can I speak Key on the Jay Walker show? Thank you so much, Mr. Key, for coming on. And Jay, I listen. appreciate you, man. I appreciate it. Wells Fargo lets you know where you stand with your FICO credit score. What if you knew where you stood with everything? like your future in-laws. hope you like cats.
1: Uh, I hope your parents like me.
0: <laughs>
1: They're whispering.
0: The kid is like oh, Can we tell I'm allergic? Tears of joy. Welcome to the family. <sighs> like knowing where you stand? When it comes to your credit score, you can with Wells Fargo. At Wells Fargo, direct deposits come up to two days early with early payday. What if everything came two days early? Have a good weekend, Mary. All right now, have a good weekend. But it's Wednesday. See you Monday. Am I missing something? It's the weekend, baby. See you later. Like getting things two days early? When it comes to payday, you can with Wells Fargo. Leave it this weekend. Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits, like two times miles on every purchase. The noise canceling. You're being too loud. Thank you. Good choice. My lucky number. Earn five times miles on flights. Enjoy your stay. Going up? And ten times miles now. on hotels through Capital One oh. Travel. Plus, get access to over 1,300 airport lounges. White wine, please. And maybe see the one and only Taylor Swift. Capital One, what's in your wallet? My name is Jorge Gaviria, and I'm the founder of Macienda. We partner with traditional farmers in Mexico to bring their heirloom corn products to top restaurants and home kitchens around the world. I chose my Spark Cash Plus Card from Capital One because I earn unlimited 2% cash back on everything I buy. With no preset spending limit, my purchasing power adapts to meet my business needs. And I reinvest my 2% cash back to help grow our business with new products like our tabletop masa mill. Now our customers can make their own world-class masa in any kitchen. My Spark Card helps me fulfill my mission of bringing masa to the masses. What's in your wallet? busy dealing with groceries you can miss a few things see you missed that didn't you with walmart plus in home an associate delivers and puts away your groceries whether you're home or not Hi, Mike. no tips no markups no worries a child gets walmart groceries from the car elsewhere a mom helps her son with homework if you shop at walmart you get it kids do crafts you save on what you need a boy stores his piggy bank. Without skimping on the things you love. A family gathers for a meal. You know how to spend a little less. An older couple hold hands. To get a little more. To make life a little better. Walmart, save money, live better. child gets Walmart groceries from the car. Elsewhere, a mom helps her son with homework. If you shop at Walmart, you get it. Kids do crafts. You save on what you need. A boy stores his piggy bank.